This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? Ho, ho, ho! It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. I'm Jeff Kinsbach. And I'm Patty. And in case you just found us, we live and travel full-time in our 38-foot motorhome pulling a Jeep Wrangler. Now, it's coming up on two years we've been doing this. Wow. A little celebration is in store pretty soon, Jeff. I would imagine. We've been married for 33 years. Might start tonight. (laughs) (laughs) And Jeff is a former radio personality from Cleveland, Ohio. It just so happens that now we travel and do a weekly podcast of our experiences. We also have a monthly column in the Cleveland Plain D newspaper we like staying active and we like having you along for the ride absolutely and Mm -hmm. speaking of being along for the ride earlier this year we planned a trip to new england Mm -hmm. why new england well the temperatures are a little bit cooler and it's absolutely spectacular it's beautiful Mm -hmm. it really is i've had a lot of friends who are rving this summer saying oh my gosh where i've been it's been so hot and yeah i have to run the air conditioner 24 hours a day not us because we decided to go to New England. Now, the whole idea was to drive through New York on the thruway to Plymouth, Massachusetts. Now, the thruway, I will tell you, is okay. It's a toll road, but once you leave Buffalo and you're heading east, it's really bumpy. I mean, it's one of those yeah. kathump, 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 mm-hmm. kathump, you know, and stuff rattles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes it drives me nuts. Oh, it does. You hear every little noise. Yeah. It just drives you crazy. And it's like, oh my gosh, just, you know, it's okay. Let it go. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> the best thing they can do is take some of the funds from those tolls and fix the road. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that would be nice. But Plymouth, Massachusetts, was a really cool place. Oh, we had a reason to stop there, too. Yes. A couple of reasons. And that was one of your brilliant ideas. (laughs) Well, first of all, we've never been there, so it was pretty cool to see Plymouth Rock, I guess. Right, where the Pilgrims landed in 1620. Yeah. And it, it is. It's a cute little town. It is. But also, our daughter Mackenzie's boyfriend's parents live there. Mm-hmm. And we thought, you know what? Let's meet the parents. Yeah, they've been going <laughs> together for a couple of years. And we thought, okay, let's meet the parents. Love and Bruce. Yes. Nice, nice people. Oh, yeah. They were so nice. Yeah, and they invited us over. And we had just a wonderful oh, time. They live on gosh. a lake. We call it a lake. <laughs> yeah. They call it a pond. Yeah. Well, it's a big pond. Yeah. But in New England... They're ponds. They are. They're ponds in New England. It's yeah. kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Then we went up to uh, Gloucester and Rockport, Maine, yeah. which is a really cool place. Oh, those are both cute towns. Yeah, they're oh. old fishing villages. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, they the history is just amazing. Mm-hmm. What is it? The East Point Lighthouse? You've got to find that and walk all the way out yes. on the rocks that mm-hmm. they put out there in the harbor. Yeah. It's about 2,400 feet out. And you get great sights of the harbor as well as you can see the skyline of Boston nearly 30 miles away. Yeah. So 
Then we continued up the coast to uh, Kennebunk, Maine. But before we got to Kennebunk, we had to go through New Hampshire. You leave Massachusetts Mm -hmm. and you go through New Hampshire and it's maybe a 10 minute drive on 95 that you're in New Hampshire. It's just a small little area of land that Mm -hmm. goes out to the ocean. But what amazed us were the signs for the New Hampshire liquor stores. Yeah. I mean, we're on 95 driving, and here's a sign, you know, stop at the next exit, the New Hampshire liquor store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thinking, and it was just an exit just for the just liquor store. Just for the liquor you store. You didn't get off the exit and have a road there. It was just an exit for the, <laughs> the, for, liquor, for the store. liquor store on both sides of the road. Yeah. <laughs> so evidently, people from Maine and people from Massachusetts go there all the time yeah. because they don't have to pay tax right. on the liquor, and it's supposedly a lot less expensive we didn't stop so i didn't see the prices or anything no but we're going to stop on the way back because <laughs> yeah, i, I need are. to check it out and see what this is all about uh-huh. we weren't expecting it no. so we're passing it and it's like oh well maybe we should have stopped but by it then it was too late absolutely hilarious yeah <laughs> you know you don't really see on a freeway signs for a liquor store I know. we were just I know. amazed yeah it was funny stuff <laughs> yeah. then we went to uh, booth bay harbor mm-hmm. maine yeah Cape which Town. is awesome yeah then our favorite, Bar Harbor, Maine. Oh, I love Bar Harbor. It is a great town. Oh. Now, it gets a little bit crowded, and what I suggest is kind of check to see when the cruise ships are going to mm-hmm. be in port. This year, they're going to be in port on Mondays and Fridays, so that's when the town gets really crowded. But yeah, people go there because it's really popular. Acadia National Park is there, mm-hmm. and that's fantastic. We've done two hikes there. We have. And we've absolutely loved them. Oh, the beehive hike? Oh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You're walking or you're hiking straight, straight up, up mm-hmm. a mountain up these rocks. Yeah, granite rock. And there's there's iron bars that they have yeah. into the rock that you can hold on to to pull you up and step on. Yep, they have handles. Yeah. And Thank it's, goodness for those because... It is a very... And they'll tell you on signs... It's a tough hike. Yeah. And don't do it with little kids. Yeah. And Although be... there were kids there. Yeah, there were. Like, oh, I don't know. I'd be scared to death if I had my well, kids. Well, they even say on the signs that people have died doing that. Yeah. You know, people get crazy. They go to the edge or, yeah. you know, they don't pay attention. and Yeah, but still, just that one area where you're walking like straight up this, mm-hmm. you don't have much. If you're afraid of heights, I don't think you can do it. No, it's not a good thing. No. But <laughs> when you get to the top, Oh, it's beautiful. What a view. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely That phenomenal. would be perfect to go there and see a sunset or a yeah, sunrise. No doubt. You're so high up, you can catch either one, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. There's another great hike, too. It's called the Ocean Path Trail, mm-hmm. and it goes all along the ocean, mm-hmm. and the tremendous rock formations are just breathtaking. And those are just two of them. I mean, there's plenty more. Mm-hmm. There's Cadillac Mountain. Yeah, Cadillac Mountain. That's beautiful. Sometimes you need a reservation, uh-huh. so check with the park. They're yeah. really accessible, really nice people. Yes. Now, we debated taking a ferry from Bar Harbor to Nova Scotia. Right. Should we do the ferry or should we drive around through right. New Brunswick? And we debated that because there is a ferry. It only takes three and a half hours. It's mm-hmm. a high-speed ferry. It and takes you from Bar Harbor to Yarmouth, mm-hmm. Nova Scotia. Right. And but, you're, in, you're in Canada then. Right. Three and a half hours. It's a bit pricey. Right. Yeah. And About eight. It was just over $800. It was 800 For yeah. one way. 
Let's, let's break down that cost. Okay. First of all, we're seniors, so it was $110 a piece yes. for us. Yeah. So there's 220 bucks right there. That was a senior rate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, to put the 35,000-pound, 38-foot RV on board, which I still can't believe they can do that, <laughs> that was $398. Mm-hmm. But they had a sale going. I think we got $75 off. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the car. $199? Yes, $199. So then with the $199 for the car and all the other costs, plus there's an extra $10 in port fees per of person. Of course. It was $837. $837. Yep. But we did get a free gas card we worth did. 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. Which we used very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> and that price was actually $75 off. Mm-hmm. Now, if we would have gone round trip, we would have got $150 off. Oh, okay. So that, that helped a little bit, you know? We decided to drive out of Nova Scotia <laughs> right. through St. Andrews. Yeah, instead of... Save a little bit of money. Yeah. <laughs> so we get to the Cat Ferry. And this is a pretty big production. Oh, yeah. Because we can't put the RV and the car on together because you have to back the RV onto the cat ferry. Mm -hmm. And then you have to put the car on. The RV has to come out forward. You can't back it out of the the ferry because there's a real sharp turn in Yarmouth. Yeah, when you get off on Yarmouth, that ramp coming off it curves to the mm-hmm. left so i had to back it on mm-hmm. and they ask you are you comfortable backing your rv onto the ferry oh yeah just give me some directions and oh yeah we'll show you how to do it and everything mm-hmm. or they would do it mm-hmm. you know they've got drivers that'll do it now when we were waiting for the ferry to get on the ferry it had come in from yarmouth and a big motorhome came off and of course that came off it backed off right because it went on forward in mm-hmm. yarmouth right. around the curve But it backed off, and then it came far enough where it turned around. Right. They had to turn it around. Yeah. And then you go through customs. Right. So when we got on, we were the only big motorhome. Mm -hmm. It was really cool. So I had to drive separately. I kind of got in the middle of all the cars. Right. And I backed the RV on, Uh and we got situated. You get out. They actually tie the RV down by the axle so it doesn't uh, move or anything. And then we went up into the cabin of the cat ferry Mm -hmm. and the passenger deck. It's awesome it's it's like being on a first class airplane yeah it's very luxurious right so you've got rows of two seats along the sides where the windows are along both sides Mm -hmm. and you've got some couches in there in the middle there's an office there's a gift shop there's a cafe Mm -hmm. and then in the front you go through another door and there's a lounge over there in the front, mm-hmm. and there's a bar there. So right. you can get drinks. And and there's usually somebody performing, mm-hmm. and you can see right out the front of the ship. Yeah, the front window is beautiful. And there's also three areas that you can go outside mm-hmm. and just be outside the cat ferry if you want mm-hmm. while it, it's going along. Right, and it was a three-and-a-half-hour ride. Now, it was a sunny day, but once we started getting into the water and getting out there, it turned foggy. Yeah, it did. We couldn't see anything. Mm-mm. Until we got to Yarmouth. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're blowing the foghorn yeah. and, and everything. It, it was really a cool experience. Yeah, every five minutes or so, they're blowing the foghorn. So what happens when you get to Yarmouth when you're in Canada then? Well, I was one of the first off the cat ferry. Yep, they put you off first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I had to go through customs. So mm-hmm. they direct you around the curve and into this area where you drive through customs. Mm-hmm. And there was this, a row of them all set up. There was yeah, what, about five of them. There were five of they them. They put you at number two. They put me at number two mm-hmm. and uh, came up and uh, immediately asked me, "Are you towing a car? I see you have a uh, 
a tow bracket on the back. And mm-hmm. I said, yes, my wife is stuck in the ferry somewhere. <laughs> well, what kind of car is it? We'll get her. Uh-huh. I mean, they were great. They, they were, were really efficient. All these guys working there had walkie-talkies, so yeah. they were all talking to each other. So I told them it's a white Jeep, black top, two doors, and blonde Patty's driving it. Oh, we'll find her, <laughs> you know, and off they went, you mm-hmm. know. And they said, just wait here, you know, we'll just use this line for you guys. As I was getting prepared to get off the boat, the first guy that was on the boat said, they're waiting for you out there. And then as I got off the boat, there was another guy standing there. My window was down and I heard him say on the walkie talkie, she's out. (laughs) And here they had left lane two totally open. Mm -hmm. And they said, take that one. And I got right up behind you. I had a customs official who had come on board and he was really great. He says, uh, yep, they found your wife and the car <laughs> and they sh- she should be driving up in a few seconds and we'll have you out of here in no time. And they did. They did. They were really efficient. They looked at our passports, asked us what we were doing, how long we were going to stay, maybe where we were going. And off we went. Mm-hmm. And they were real helpful. They said, you know, just pull the RV over there and you can hook up the car to it. And if yeah. you need some help, we got people who will help you. And if you need some directions where you're going, you know, just let us know. And I said, no, we're good. We're We're good. good. Mm -hmm. Then we got out of customs and got on Highway 101 Mm -hmm. to head to Church Point. Yeah. And that was really interesting heading up there because it was like a two-lane highway, but it was a big two-lane highway Mm -hmm. between pine trees. Right. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. It was just beautiful. But now it was also dusk, so it was the sun was going to be getting ready to set. Mm -hmm. We were hoping to get to the campground by then, but mm, we had about a half hour, 45 minute drive. So, you know, we didn't quite make it before sunset. By the time we got there, we were able to just use the lights from the car. And And there was a guy two sites down from us who was English. Mm -hmm. And he came running out and he goes, hey, mates, you need some help? I'll help you. You know, he was just really a great guy. Oh, he was so sweet. Yeah, everybody's really nice. Yeah, we we didn't really need any help. But, you know, it was kind of dark. But here we were right on the water. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. When the sun came up, it was so pretty. I know. So from Church Point, then, we continued up the west coast of Nova Scotia, Canada, to a town called Wolfville. Wolfville. Now, what I loved about Wolfville, they had a brewery there. This brewery was in an old stone church. (laughs) And it was called the Church Brewery. The Church Brewery. It was amazing. I'm thinking we're going to get struck by lightning. Oh, my gosh. Now, when we were in Geneva, Ohio, they had a winery in a church. Right. That was beautiful. That church, they had moved it from somewhere, and it was an old church. It Mm -hmm. was really cool. I guess wine makes a little more sense. Yeah. I don't know. I know, but this place was like stone it was beautiful and you go inside and and you could tell it was a church and it was just at one time you know just the the way it was shaped it was just it was really cool well wolfville is also the place where we learned about the tides yes the tides in nova scotia are some of the fastest moving tides Mm -hmm. in the entire world yeah and more on that coming up while in wolfville we stayed at a harvest host now, a Harvest Host is a membership that we belong to where you can stay at a farm or a brewery or this or that, you and know, it's for, for free. free. You just stay there for a night and you have no hookups or anything. You just, right. you know, stay. So we were at this farm. It was a farm market. And this farm was so cool. It was on a hill and we overlooked the valley. It was gorgeous. It was so pretty. Apple trees. Yeah. Peach trees. Yep. And there was the river. You could see the river from where we sat. And you can see the water 
when the tides would go out, there'd be no water in mm-hmm. it. And when the tides would come in. It'd be full. Yeah. Yeah. So there was like a 38-foot difference Yeah, it's with the tides. Yeah. It was just beautiful up there. From there, we went to Halifax. Halifax is the big city. Oh, I loved Halifax. In Nova Scotia. They had a really cool boardwalk on the water. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that was really nice. Yeah, the harbor front in Halifax oh. is second to none. Yeah, it it's was beautiful. It was clean. Great. It was very nice. It was very safe. One place that you have to go is Peggy's Cove. But it's a big tourist attraction. Mm -hmm. There's a great lighthouse there, and the rock formations are just phenomenal. Peggy's Cove was beautiful. It was so worth going, Mm -hmm. and it was crowded. So we thought, you know what? Let's go early tomorrow morning. We got there very early when there was hardly anybody there. That really helped. We were able to walk around and Mm -hmm. see things, and that was so much better. But then by the time we left... And we were heading out back to Halifax, which is about an an hour drive. Yeah, about an hour drive. The tour buses were coming in. Oh, my gosh. How many did you count? Well, before we left, there were already two tour buses there. Mm -hmm. And then I counted 10 of them, one after the other after the other, were making their way into Peggy's Cove. I mean, there was only one place for them to go. (laughs) I don't know how they were going to put all those people there where they were going to all go. It was absolutely crazy. Oh, my gosh. It was crazy. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In Halifax, there's this mall. It is just beautiful. And it's filled. All the stores are filled. Yeah, it's a rectangular mall. There's been so many malls that I've been in where there's empty storefronts and mm-hmm. all these stores are gone and they're just all struggling. Not this but place. This mall was just, the stores were fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. It was a nice place. It was fun checking it out. I was glad to get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> that was just my thing, but. Our next destination was to go to Cape Breton Island. Yeah. Where the national park is. And there's also something called the Cabot Trail. It's a 186-mile drive, and we want to experience that. But to get there, we have to go through Truro. There's not a whole lot in Truro, but what they do have is a tidal bore. Right. And I know what you're thinking. What is a tidal bore? That is when the tide comes back in. It's so swift, it kind of bores its way up the river. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting to see it. Some of these can be fronted with a wave yeah you'll see a wave an actual wave maybe a two-foot wave come down this river or come into the harbor mm-hmm. it's called a tidal bore yeah and the water moves well the one in Truro moved 10 miles an hour yeah that's pretty fast mm-hmm. so it, we had to go see that it's called the fundy discovery site and you go there and the river actually curves so where the curve is is where that tidal bore comes in right the ranger at the visitor center can see across the valley when that tidal bore is coming so that's a cool experience Mm -hmm. so we're getting ready to leave because we want to go to cape breton island and i'm kind of walking through the park one morning just kind of um, you know getting some exercise and i see a pickup truck with a camper on it with an elderly couple driving it just as i'm watching them 
they drive over a fire pit. Now, the fire pit is actually a wheel hub from an old truck. And it's pretty big, and it's heavy, and I mean, it's... It's solid. Is it steel? Is that what it is? Oh, my gosh. So they drive up on it, and they get stuck. Yeah. And I'm watching this, and I'm starting to walk over towards them, and he decides that he's just going to keep kind of driving to get off of it. Because he was, like, on top of it, right? Right. So as he goes forward, the fire pit, the wheel hub goes underneath and locks on the back of the tire, underneath the tire and towards the back of the truck. Well, between the wheel well and the tire, right? Right, and it's stuck in there. (laughs) Yeah. And there is nothing they could do. Nothing. So there were three of us that came to their assistance. Mm -hmm. There was a guy with a van, and there was a guy by the name of Eric and his wife, Diane. Mm -hmm. So we all went over there. We got shovels. We're trying to dig it out. And finally, Eric says, you know, I've got an eight ton jack a hydraulic jack Mm -hmm. in my rv let's try that let's Mm -hmm. see if we can jack up the truck and pull this thing out Uh and we can dig under it and everything else so he gets underneath the truck under there he's laying on his side right and he's he's jacking with his arm and Mm -hmm. and i mean he's like our age you know uh in his 60s or 70s right i Uh I mean i came walking up i thought wow that guy must be in pretty good shape oh he was working up a sweat look at him he's under there doing that you know he's doing all this stuff he jacked it up the first time and it wasn't really enough so we had to actually take some two by fours that somebody else had and put it underneath the jack and then he had to do it again and do it again Mm -hmm. so finally we're getting this truck jacked up enough that I can get under it with a shovel, and then I took my axe and started pounding on it. So while all this is going on, Diane comes out of her trailer, and she says, Eric, what are you doing under there? You've just had open-heart surgery. Yeah, we were like, and oh, like, my God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Eric, get out of there. Right. Oh. So we pulled Eric out from underneath the yes. truck. He didn't want to leave. He wanted to keep doing that. I know. And she was just freaking out so i started pounding on the uh, the fire pit and we had dug enough underneath and jacked it up enough that we were able to get the thing out we were pounding on it and finally got it out pulled it off the jack and the old couple they were very grateful mm-hmm. they really were and the funny part was the older lady she says i am so happy i'm so grateful for you people helping me out i don't have anything to give I, can i give you some chocolate And we were like, no, 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 we don't want your chocolate or anything like that. And she comes out and she's got these bars of Swiss chocolate. Oh, yeah. Suddenly everybody's, yeah, we'll take one of those. And I'm thinking to myself, you better take that, Jeff. You better take that chocolate. (laughs) But I tell you what, Eric, you know, he was all dirty from being on the ground underneath there and everything. And, you know, he was the nicest guy, nice as can be. You run into so many great people in these campgrounds. Can you believe that? And it's like, oh, my gosh, he shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. So after that, we headed to Cape Breton Island. Yeah. And we pulled up just short of the island on the other side of the peninsula and stayed at... The High Class Campground. The High Class Campground. In Harvey Boucher. In Harvey Boucher. Mm Mm-hmm. Talk about keeping it simple. Mm -hmm. This couple that owns it, oh my gosh, they retired. They bought this campground. They went through a few issues on our last podcast. You probably heard them. Yep, we talked to them on our last podcast. So it was nice spending a couple of nights there. Mm -hmm. And then we went to Cape Breton Island. Yeah. 
We stayed in a little town. I want to call it Chilliwack because I'm used to the band from Canada. <laughs> no, it's called Chetty Camp. Chetty Camp. Mm-hmm. So we stayed there, mm-hmm. and we actually met a guy in the camp there that was really interesting. He's a bicyclist, and he had ridden his bike from British Columbia near Vancouver all the way across Canada and was headed to Newfoundland. Mm-hmm. Well, he came in in front of us, and he was setting up his tiny little tent just mm-hmm. big enough for him to sleep in because you know you can't carry too much when you're on a bicycle he says he carries 43 pounds worth of gear yep that's his, his maximum and he carries that mm-hmm. he left on may 29th and this was september 6th uh-huh yeah so it was amazing he was going to catch the ferry to new finland and he told us about a little trick that he learned on youtube where you take a pool noodle and you put it across you and he had flags on each end so that people who were driving and passing him really could see him. Yeah. It was fun talking it to It was amazing. I mean, this guy, he was in really good shape. Yes, he was. Oh, my god! Almost as, almost as good as me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I offered him a cup of coffee that morning. I was out there. I went for a run, and I saw him, and I he was up really early, and he was sitting at the picnic table, and it was kind of chilly. And I said, hey, can I bring you a hot cup of coffee or something? He says, no. He says... It's going to make me have to pee. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he says, no, I can't do that, but thank you anyway. Yeah. (laughs) So we went to the National Park, Mm -hmm. Cape Breton Island Highlands National Park. So we left the RV in the campground and we took the car. It was a lot of fun. And explored. It was beautiful. We actually took the Cabot Trail. Mm -hmm. It's a 186-mile drive around Cape Breton. Right. That's what the road is called, the Cabot Trail around Cape Breton. Right. Beautiful. And you drive it. Mm -hmm. And there's so many different things to see and do. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we did a hike at the Skyline Trail. Oh, that was so cool. That was beautiful. Great. Yeah. And we saw a tremendous amount of moose fencing Mm -hmm. because the moose are eating all the plants and the trees. trees. They eat trees. And you could see all these big trees that are half eaten. And it's by the moose. Yeah. <laughs> so So they have to erect these really high fencing in certain areas. Right. So these fences are really big. Mm-hmm. And in some areas you see them and it's really interesting. You say, Yeah, there's a lot of moose. And there were some signs about bears in the area as well. Mm-hmm. Well we didn't see any of course, moose. We didn't see any. And we didn't see any bear. No. But we saw a lot of beautiful scenery. Yes. It's absolutely gorgeous. Oh, it was just amazing. Yeah, it was Mm -hmm. a fun drive. After our skyline hike, we continued driving north. We went to a little town called Dingwall. Mm -hmm. Dingwall. (laughs) Dingwall. Yeah. It was so cute. Dingwall on Cape Breton Island. Yeah. And it's not much of a town or anything. No. But we made it that far. But it was really pretty. It had a harbor. It was just very, very pretty. Yeah, with Mm -hmm. the boats. I mean, it is. It's an absolutely gorgeous country. Mm -hmm. And then you go around and you've got Baddock. Baddock is beautiful. Yes, it is. And uh, yeah, there's just so much to see there. Yeah, and also Prince Edward Island. Yes, there were so many people that said, are you going to Prince Edward Island? And we weren't planning on it. No, but uh, we didn't we, go to Prince Edward Island. We didn't get Island, to make that. But, but that'll be on another trip. Yes, they all rave about it. So. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. So we decided not to take the ferry back. And what we did is we drove all the way around past St. John's and stayed the night in St. Andrews. Mm-hmm. And then went across the border back into Maine. Right. What a trip, huh? Yes. That was a lot of fun. It was. But we weren't done. 
We went to Lubeck. <gasps> yes, we Lubeck, stopped. Lubeck, Maine. Have you ever heard of Lubeck, Maine? Probably not. No. I never had until then. Uh-uh. Lubeck is the easternmost town of the United States. Yep. And it was really a cute town. It was beautiful. We saw the lighthouse. Yep, the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Went downtown. Yep. And when you look across the water, you can see Canada over there. Mm-hmm. But it was great being back in the United States. Oh, it was. Number one, our cell phone coverage yeah. improved 100%. Oh, yeah. We're with Verizon, and I'll tell you, we kind of suffered with the internet and yeah. cell phone coverage. It's not that I want to live my life with that. It was hard because we only had so much usage we could use on our right. phones for the day. Because they'll charge you more when you're out of yeah. the country. Once you hit that, then it's like, well, for $5, we'll give you more. Right. Oh. One thing to always remember, if you cross the border of this country and go to Canada or any other country like Mexico, whatever, the truth of the matter is your cell phone company better be notified. You better check with your cell phone company mm-hmm. because your rates could skyrocket. Right. There are stories of people who have come back with $1,000 phone bills because mm-hmm. they got the roaming charges mm-hmm. and didn't realize that, okay, for 20 bucks more a month, they could have had an international pass or whatever the phone company's called. Right. It. But mm-hmm. always check with your phone company. We have the travel pass in our Verizon package, mm-hmm. so we already have it, but we have to make sure we put the phone on roaming. Right. But still, it's the coverage is... Yeah, the coverage was not good. No. And oh. every once in a while, they you know prompt you saying, well, you used up your half a gig yeah. today. If you mm-hmm. want more, you got to yeah. pay more. And so you got to find in the campground your Wi-Fi and right. connect to Wi-Fi wherever and anytime you can. One thing good about High Class was they had the Starlink. They did. Oh, man, I'm impressed with that. Yes. Starlink. That was great. Look into it. If you're an RVer, Mm -hmm. that might be the answer for you Mm -hmm. if you really need high-speed internet. And I know a lot of people do. Speaking of stars, I just have to say, we woke up at 1 o'clock in the morning at Chetty Camp and went right outside the RV and looked up, and there was the Milky Way. That was so cool. It was so dark out there was no light pollution at all Mm-mm. and there were so many stars it's amazing it was beautiful it's amazing to look at the edge of the universe yes it really is it was so cool hey speaking of the universe when's the last time we hassled jim and melinda mantell our good friends <laughs> i know it's been a while who rv they're in idaho right now well jim did send a message to us he says i got a great idea for you guys why don't you do some do's and don'ts about winterizing your RV? Great idea. Now, Jim is an HVAC guy. Mm-hmm. He knows a lot about that. Jim, here's the do's and don'ts from Jeff and Patty about winterizing your RV. Do drive to the Southwest or Florida in the winter. Don't stay in the snow and have your RV freeze. And there you have the do's and the don'ts of winterizing your RV. There we go. (laughs) Thank you, Jim. Thank you. If you have any more ideas, we're here. Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Hey, that does it for another week. Thank you very much for following us. We will catch up to you next week. Yes. In the meantime, have fun. Be good. Stay out of trouble. It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends.